Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast, episode 133. And we got some information regarding Orlando, people. We got hotel accommodations. We've got amenities. We're going to break down what teams are staying at which hotel or resort. And, of course, we're going to break down Kyrie's phone call. We got a lot to say about this topic. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew! Kick that intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, people, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It is the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. This is episode one, 133? Yeah. Okay. Jeez, that 133. was close. I didn't, think it, I didn't know if it was 33 or 34. 133. Yes, that's right. Whose number was 33? Kareem was 33, wasn't he? Mike Miller. Mike Miller. God, the purse. You're, you're idle. <laughs> What's going on, bro? You good? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? I'm living the dream, the quarantine dream. Quarantine dream. I see you got a new phone. I did get. I dude. I got the the eleven. I got the iPhone eleven right upgrade. now. Upgrade. Red. Yeah. Clipper red. Um, the camera on it's dope. I got MJ as the screensaver. I see that. Yeah, free throw line. Yeah, it's a little bigger. Like it doesn't fit in my pocket. Um, no. Like the old phone. Yeah, it's thicker, right? It's thicker and longer. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> but the camera's pretty dope. I'm hoping we can get some good work out of it. All right. Uh, we got our masks in today. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. The, the official Clips and Drew COVID masks. They look legit. They look so dope. Shout out to Mulch and our boy Cam for making those for us. I sent out like 40 today. Yeah. So those listening to the show that asked for a mask, they will be in the mail. Yep. If you have children, I sent a few to your children as well because we have smalls. We do have smalls. But uh, yeah, they look dope, and our actually our clothes should be in next week. We got tees and sweatshirts coming in. They look on the computer. They look amazing. Right. You I'm waiting see. to. 
Gonna see what they look like in real life. Yeah, I'm waiting to see the samples. If they look anything like our last t-shirts, our mood swing tees, uh, they're gonna be dope. So if you guys are looking for the follow-through tees, and we have a brand new logo that looks fly on the tees as well, those will be out next week. Moving forward, Drew. Yeah. We have some some movement in the NBA. We've got some direction with this bubble that we're talking about. We do. There's a few different things going on, but at least the hotels. They've booked the hotels. Yeah, we have the hotels that are that are given at this point. Well, first of all, if you're choosing not to play in Orlando, you have to let the league know by June 24th. Correct. So that's in a week. That is. Uh, is that a week from today? Yeah, one week from today. And I'm interested to know who's not who's not going to go. Sure. Like Dwight Howard said, like he's with Kyrie on this thing, and we're going to get into Kyrie a little bit later. But like, if Dwight Howard doesn't go, is that going to throw a wrench in the Lakers' plans? Yeah, you know, I think it will. I mean, he he plays. He doesn't play a lot of minutes, but he plays some pretty crucial minutes for Would us. Would you be pissed as a fan if he doesn't go? Uh, no. You know, again, if for those that that are interested in in our thoughts a little bit more in depth about um, the the whole Kyrie conversation, we're going to talk a little bit more about it on this pod. But we dropped one on load management. It was called Kyrie's call. We we jumped right in. Pretty much that was the only topic we talked about. But the way that I look at this is that it, this should be every every individual NBA player has the right to make this decision on their own, um, which is why again the NBA supports that. Adam Silver said those players that choose not to not to go are, are going to be essentially still paid out accordingly. They're not going to be punished by the league for not showing up. So it's a great move, by the way. So if Dwight is one of those guys and he doesn't want to go, then I support that. I mean, at this point. There's there's not really a wrong thing to do I think in an NBA's player's mind if they if whatever they deem correct is what I'll support right and, and each player this is my hope is that each player does make this decision for themselves um, after they weigh out what they think is best and so if, if Dwight Howard is one of those guys that goes you know I don't want to go to Orlando I want to take this opportunity to use my platform that I have and and do other things off the court then I support that. Um, and the nice part about what the NBA is allowing for is, is for the Lakers to say, okay, cool. If Dwight's not coming, we can go look at other options. And we already had DeMarcus Cousins on our team for a little while. And I, you know, I think that would be a viable option as far as like looking for the Lakers to replace Dwight Howard. Washington wants him bad, right? Well, now. John Wall wants him. We don't know if actually Washington well, he wants is him. Washington. Not so really. What, Cause yeah. he's not going to be going to Orlando either. Uh, his ass is still injured. He's not playing, so he's not going to be down there. But he just wants his boy on the team because they were at Kentucky together and, and they're, they're homies, and so all of that's cool. Uh, and that's just the name that I threw out. I mean, there's going to be a bunch of you know uh, available free agents at this point that, that could replace somebody like Dwight for the Lakers. It, it will definitely be a blow to the Lakers. Dwight has been playing beautifully for us. He comes in, and he's a real good presence off the bench. Him and JaVale do this tag team kind of, you know, eight minutes on, eight minutes off kind of a deal that they got going. Of course, I think when it comes to crunch time, neither JaVale or Dwight would have been on the floor unless it was a, a unique circumstance because mostly we're rocking with Anthony Davis at the center when it comes down to crunch time in the fourth quarter. But again, Dwight has been pretty integral in our success this far this season uh, for the Lakers. So I hope he shows up and, and is ready to play. But again, I do I, I respect the fact that he has a decision to make. And if he, if he, de if he deems that going to Orlando is not you know, the best thing for him to do, then then so be it. Uh, but yeah, June 24th is the cutoff. You got to let the, you know, your team know. You got to let the league know uh, before then what your intentions are. And then also it gives, you know, your team the chance to go ahead and, and sign somebody uh, that is a free agent right now to, to make that replacement possible. So I mean, there was 80 players on that Kyrie call. So it's just going to be really interesting to see 
um, who actually stays home and decides to stay home. But it'd also be nice. I'd love to see Jamal Crawford. I'd love to see, you know, JR get some burn with somebody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're ready to go. So they, they, they booked the hotels. They did. And there's three different hotels. There is. And we assume that the higher ranked teams are getting the better accommodations. So I've actually looked up these hotels. Same. Online. Oh, okay. And uh, I have some, some ratings and reviews. Uh, to share with you, but go ahead and give the list. Okay, of, so of we're going to start with with the Grandestino, Grandestino Tower, which is in Colorado Springs, <laughs> which is not in Orlando, but you know, no, 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 Grandestino Tower Tower is at in... Colorado Springs. Oh, sorry, that's the Disney's Colorado Springs Resort, right? Is what you're saying, right? That's what Colorado I'm Springs is actually a town in Colorado. In Colorado. Yeah. This is in Florida. It's weird. This is in Florida. So who will be staying there? The Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Heat. Lakers, Clippers, Nugs, and the Jazz. Top four seeds in East and West. And you looked up the hotel. Give me a rating. So the Grand Destino is listed as a resort. The other two are not listed as a resort. Uh, and it is a 4.7 mm. out of 5 star on Google. TripAdvisor? This, this is just straight from Google. And excellent service, staff atmosphere. The Toledo restaurant is the best place to eat at. at oh, this person said Coronado. Coronado Springs is Did what I it read is. It wrong? Yes, it's not Colorado Springs. Are you it's sure? Disney's Coronado Springs Resort is what it is. Uh, one person said there Damn. was a, one. One person said there was a rude bartender that ruined our experience. Oh, I hate rude bartenders. Uh, that's the worst. Right. Uh, but the players won't really have to be worried about that too much. So this is, by all accounts, somewhat of an advantage that the NBA has deemed Coronado Springs. It is. I looked it up. My yeah. bad. Yeah, it's Coronado Springs. <laughs> uh, this this is essentially if you want to call it the home court advantage that that the NBA has given to the top seeds in both both the Eastern and Western conferences. So we expect on some level for this to be the nicest of the three you know hotels that I want the, to know amenities though. You got any amenities over there? Uh well because because they listed as a resort, you got to expect that there's uh pretty solid amenities. Let me see what else I can find here. I love here. amenities. So heated floors, heated bathroom floors. I don't have that. I don't really I don't really have any amenities. Air diffusers in the bathroom? Probably not, but it does. I Heated mean, from towel rack, it, it's it's it looks like the nicest from the exterior, and you know, looked at. I'm looking at some pictures here. Uh, the pool looks pretty nice. So this is supposed to be the number one spot, okay. and and for for lack of a better term, the home court advantage uh, for for the top seeds. I'm I'm interested to see as we get closer to this if the Lakers and and Milwaukee get like the top floor. And then you know the floor oh. underneath goes to the Clippers and oh. and to the uh, Raptors and then so on and so forth and then you kind of work your way down to where you're you're in that fourth Utah and Damn, uh, you're the, yeah yeah and 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 it'll also be interesting to see because there's a lot of seeds that are still up for grabs so you know that's the, that's what they gave them for for the first 65 games and and that's that's the reward I guess for for finishing in the top half of the of the conference. That's interesting because these guys are going to be in the same hotel for a minute. Like if you think, well, hopefully, you know, yeah, Bucks, Lakers, Clippers. Ideally, those raps. those eight teams are going to be there the longest, right? right? I mean, given the fact that they're the higher seeds, they're they're pretty much guaranteed playoff, uh, at least one round of the playoffs. So those teams for sure are going to be locked in for you would imagine the longest amount of time. And I think they also said there's going to be three scrimmage games, right? Correct. Prior. And I think there's scrimmage games within your hotel. Correct. So, you know, if you think about that, which would be interesting because the Clippers and Lakers will probably get one. It'd be cool to see Lakers Bucks get one. Like scrimmage. My, my guess is the scrimmages are going to be 
interconference. So my guess is that the Lakers are not going to play anybody in the Western Conference. Clippers, Utah, Lakers, Nugs. No, it'll be like it'll be like the Lakers. Those three three scrimmages will be the Lakers playing against three different Eastern Conference teams. Oh, you think it'll be? Oh, I think that's probably the oh. best way for them to do it because then you're not giving away anything to an opponent that you might actually face in the playoffs. Um, obviously, you know, if, if the Lakers play the Bucks in a scrimmage, that could be a potential championship matchup. But my guess is that that's probably the way they're going to break it down because they're not likely to see each other unless it's actually the finals matchup. Uh, but yes, those the, the NBA has rolled out a six-phase uh, plan for this transition into Orlando, uh, and those games are, are uh, supposed to be after the initial quarantine. Once everyone arrives, there's a I think it's like what, like a five to six day period where they, they're expected to run those three scrimmages before the games actually, the seeding games actually start. So moving on to the middle hotel, the Grand Floridian. The which, Grand Floridian. I'm, I'm all about that. This is listed now, as a five-star hotel. So more no, more than the than the Destino? No, but th this is a hotel, not a resort. Oh, so they, okay. they gave it a five-star hotel. Hold on. Let me tell what, what teams are going to be Go there. Go ahead. We got... Pacers, Sixers, Nets, Magic, Thunder, Rockets, Mavs, Grizz. I love how the Thunder and the and uh, the Rockets are in the same hotel. Same hotel. I do, I do like that a lot. Again, well, it, it's the, it's those bottom seed teams. It, it's all four. It's five through eight in mm -hmm. each conference. And then you know, as we go down, you all the play-in teams that are on the cusp are all at the bottom. It's the the quote-unquote bottom hotel there. Uh, but yeah, this one is a five-star hotel again. Tell me about it. Four point seven out of five stars. Love so. It pretty highly rated they list it as uh <laughs> this is this is their description warm quarters in an elegant resort featuring restaurants bars plus two outdoor pools and a spa love it so they got two, at least they have two pools there you would imagine that the the other one probably has something like that mm -hmm. but you also got to imagine that there's going to be some sort of schedule as to who can go to the pool at what given time because you can't have all the teams out there at the same time uh, granted that if, if it's outside, maybe they can space it out, but you probably have to reserve the pool. Like Lakers get it from <laughs> two to four, you know, bucks get it from right. four to six or it's what, like you know, practice yeah, exactly. <laughs> However it works like that. That's interesting. But this is, this is, I mean, again, this is, looks like a very nice hotel. All of these have hotel. to have full gyms too, as far as like weightlifting facilities. Well, that's the, the Disney facility, not, not these hotels. The Disney facility has full workout and weight rooms for all the teams. So, do you know what they are like distance wise? I don't know uh, specifically how how far it is, mm -hmm. but I do know that they're not right on top of each other, mm -hmm. uh, and that there's going to have to be some sort of bus or or shuttle situation because it's not I it's not walking. I mean, this is a massive plot of land that Disney yeah. has out there. Granted, I mean, within this plot of land, they have three separate resorts that mm -hmm. can house all these players. Well, and one teams. resort, and that's a hotel. That's right. One resort, two hotels. What do you think classifies a resort over a hotel? I have no idea, but there's clearly a distinction right. in the hospitality community as to what is a resort and what is a hotel. Right. Because as we go down to the next one, this is actually listed as a four-star hotel. Well, hold on. Hotel. Before, before we get into yeah. that, I want to talk about four. God, they're just slumming it in the four-star. <laughs> uh, I'm interested in these scrimmage games. Like yes. These are the scrimmage games that I'm going to be looking for to because you have the teams Mavs and Grizz and you got Sixers Pacers like those are the games that I'm going to be inter I mean obviously I'm going to be interested in seeing all the games I just think these are going to be harder fought so in this one uh correct me if I'm wrong Miami is not in this group Miami's right? in the first group they're in the okay so Miami group. made it to the first group the reason I bring this up is because if there is any beef that is maybe the most fresh it's between Jimmy Butler and TJ Warren, mm -hmm. who is on the Heat and on the Pacers. So I think it was pretty vital that the league separated those two teams because what you cannot have 
is a fight breaking out on no, one of these resorts. No. And it, it, will, it will be very interesting to see how that all works out if these guys end up in a playoff scenario. I mean, they're going to be with each other for th- for four weeks, maybe. At least. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. You're going to be in these tight court, and it's only them staying there, correct? As far as we know, it's not these, these hotels are not open to right. the public other than uh, the people that are involved with the NBA specifically. Like these players are going to be eating with each other and probably working out and at the pool possibly. Like, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But you're right. Good call on the TJ Warren, Jimmy Butler. That's going to be really interesting. So, But luckily they separated them, so that's not going to happen. Right. But OKC and the Rockets too. I like that a lot. That's good. I do like that. That is good. Um, okay. Now, we, now we're slumming it with the four-star <laughs> Yacht Club. Okay. Which definitely didn't look aesthetic, as aesthetically pleasing as the others. It's a smaller resort. So we, and, and it's going to hold a smaller amount of teams. We got Portland, the Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, Suns, Wizards. All these teams will be out. It's all the play-in teams. Right. It's all the teams that are not already locked into a, a playoff spot. Uh, and they're they're at the the lowest again. This is a four star hotel, so this is not. We're calling it. We're, we're saying slumming it. We're yo. saying slumming hotel it. six. But but it, <laughs> but it, again, this is also a four point seven out of five Damn, star rated. All, all of them on Google four point seven Drew, out of five. Tell me, it's a four star hotel amenities. Let's see here, uh, upscale. See, okay, this is why. So we went. We didn't. We we left warm, and now we're going into upscale. <laughs> nautical themed quarters Ooh. plus two pools a water slide a spa and free disney park shuttle well you know what they did that for the kids for zion and for <laughs> all the young, that's what it's for all the young all the young bucks <laughs> they got the kings yeah for sure the sons are there yeah all the kids are gonna so, enjoy the you slide. know honestly water slide i didn't hear that at the other two how there is no water slide <laughs> at the other resort how soon will we see Zion on the slide picture on Instagram? Oh, immediately. I think so, too. Well, as we know, or uh, as we know now, uh, the CDC came out and said that it's very unlikely that COVID can be transpired in pools, oh, perfect. in water. Oh. So I think these boys, it's going to be fucking hot right. in Orlando. So these boys are going to be out there in the pool. It's also great for recovery, you know, all those things that we go into you know, sports science, but one of the oldest tricks in the book is going to the pool, go to the jacuzzi, you know, get, get that weight off your body and you can still be active and outside. Um, and also, as we know, vitamin D is pretty, pretty vital, uh, to the immune system and, and all that stuff. So they're going to be outside. They're going to be at the pool. I can guarantee Zion. He might be the first one on the water slide. I'm, I'm all for, I actually feel like the yacht clubs, like where to be. It looks pretty, I mean, it's right on the water, right? But again, most of these spots are on the water. There's just a lot of it's little lakes Florida. and ponds and stuff that right. they may all be man-made or, or whatever. But, um, needless to say, uh, there is pretty clear distinction between these three hotels. And do you think this continue? Hold on. Moving forward. Yeah. Do you think that like, say going into the finals that the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Raptors, whoever, they're like there's two teams left. Are they still staying in the same hotel? The idea behind this is that you are here. So even if the Pelicans make it and no other team makes it, they are not moving to a different resort. It'd be like the shining. They're like in, you're the only people they in are this one in, They are in that spot. Okay. The idea is because once you're there, this is your facility, you're in your same room, that you were not we're not risking moving you to a different location. And having to do with that whole quarantine thing because mm-hmm. the idea is they're quarantining at these places initially. And that's why those initial scrimmages are only going to be happening within the teams that are still at those facilities alongside those same teams. Because you don't want you know people you know crossing paths and having to, to risk uh, potentially getting it on this move or whatever. Well, and the NBA came out and said that the players who leave yes. the bubble 
are subject to some to some issues. Yeah. So without you're really, approval, you're not supposed to leave. Without approval, you will be subject to a 10 to 14 day quarantine, reduced pay, and the one that got me and got everybody, a deep, deep, real deep nasal swab. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, that scares most people. I don't want a deep nasal. I don't want any nasal swab. Bro, that goes to the back of the throat. Ooh. So that's how far it goes. It goes way up into the nasal cavity, into the back of the throat. And uh, the, the NBA has tried to avoid using those because obviously if you're getting tested so frequently and you're using that, that could cause some damage to your, you know, your esophagus, your, your nose. Yeah, all, all that stuff. Um, but it's pretty clear that the NBA does not want these players leaving these facilities. I also feel like at these these hotels or resorts or slum slumlord places <laughs> that they're also going to have more. They're going to have a movie theater. In yeah, there. they're going to have video game quarters and like places for them to, you know, there's been real. There's been talks about uh, each player getting to upgrade the actual entertainment in their rooms. So the NBA Again, this is a great sponsorship opportunity. You get EA Sports. You get, no, but you get like Sony or right. Samsung or one of these cats that are already kind of. I think Samsung's been an affiliate for the NBA for a while. You just give every one of these guys, you know, a seventy-inch TV. Yeah, you you get Xbox or PlayStation. Mm -hmm. to PS Five just came out, so give all of them the new PS Five. Oh, two K is going to be huge. And you just yeah, you, you want to make it really like you want to make it really easy for these guys to stay. Yeah, because you don't want the deep nasal swab and. No. And what came out yesterday <laughs> is if you, if you even attempt to leave without approval, they have a snitch hotline, a D-Lo snitch, make that hotline bling or sing hotline that you can snitch out on other players. And this is for the community too. Correct. If you, if, if an average citizen is at Starbucks and AD is there. You can snitch him out real quick. Be like, yo, did he get approval for this? So, there, yeah, there's a, it's an anonymous hotline. <laughs> and I think this is going to get a little hairy. I think so, too. There's going to be maybe, like, we'll just call it, even if it's just one. Somebody out here, you, you made a comment on this on our Instagram. Which, can I which, repeat it? it? It just cracked me up. Go ahead. I said, I'm snitching on everybody. Give me the direct line. I'm calling every day, and I'm snitching on Anthony Davis. I'm snitching <laughs> on LeBron James. Avery Bradley, if you show up, you are gone. Yep. Kuz, you better fucking keep it in-house, bro, because yep. I'm snitching on everybody. Because well, clearly, if, if that's happening... You can see the repercussions. Some somebody's. I mean, shit, man. I wouldn't put it past Danny Ainge to pay some dude two hundred bucks to call that hotline and go. I just saw Joel Embiid dancing at a, at a nightclub right now, and we we are we're not. Are nightclubs open in Florida? I'm in Saint Petersburg, right? And and Joel Embiid is out on the dance floor right now. One thing Rockets fans can be happy for is I don't think there's any strip clubs open right now, so James Harden <laughs> will not be at the strip joint, which is a good thing. Um, I I mean they're obviously has to be like a snitch squad like it's kind of you like got, you have to vet it you have to figure out who this person is and the legitimacy of these calls yeah, and but, that's not going to be easy but it's kind of like having a tip line for a homicide or a kidnapping like you have to follow up everything so there has to be like some kind of snitch line or snitch squad the the real problem is is going to be if this number gets out if this number yeah, is give it to me if the number is released and we know we're talking about a couple, you know, thousand people that are going to be here that are going to have access to that hotline. Uh, if that gets put on Twitter or Instagram, it's over. They're going to have to change that number up real quick. Do you think there's going to be moles implemented in all these resorts and hotels? Like just keeping an eye on and like. I think I think security is going to be very high. 
uh, I do. Th- I expect there, the NBA to have some sort of, you know, manned guard at at a post. You know, at, at least at the at the main exit and entry points at all of these. But you can't tell a grown man, a free man, that he can't go, can't. No, leave. no, no. You correct. Can... You you cannot tell them, but right. you can have a guy that you're that is there that's saying, "Be like, yo, I, Jimmy Butler just did." I saw this. Yeah, right. like, and there's going to be cameras to mm-hmm. to back them up. Um, but I do think they're, they're going to have to police it somehow. They're going to have to figure out, you know, because they're going to put these protocols in place. If LeBron leaves or any, if anybody leaves right. Austin rivers, if he leaves, because Austin, I'm pretty sure has a house in Orlando. Cause that's where his, he that's does. where his, his He's pops from. was at. Yeah. yeah. Um, if he leaves to go home, they, they have to, they have to figure this out. That's the only way they can keep this bubble from bursting. And ultimately, if you're whatever play, if you're PJ Tucker, if you are Landry Shamit, if you are Avery Bradley, if you leave without permission, you're automatically ten to fourteen days Correct. not playing basketball, Correct. which can ultimately affect the end game for everything that you're doing. The first guy that gets caught not doing that is going to get a lot of shit from his teammates, one hundred percent. Well, and that's why I think this might actually go smoothly, mm. more smoothly than we expect, because you don't you you don't want to be the guy that ruins it for your whole team. Now, granted. Let's be real. If we're into these seeding games and Washington has lost five in a row, you best believe Go. Go. Brad, Brad Beal might just be walking his ass out and, and, and catching a plane back home. Hey, we didn't even mention, though, if they have golf court. Like, they're allowed to golf. I, I heard that they're they're allowed to golf. I don't know if these – maybe the resort has a golf course. That's possible. Maybe that's the difference. And But I, as long as you're within – Whatever framework it is, I think it's I think it's the the entire Disney complex. Mm-hmm. I think as long as you're within the the bounds of that, you're fine. We don't know that for sure, though. We don't know that for sure, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's going to be some sort of curfew or you know some some regulations in place to try and minimize these guys from even accidentally leaving the bubble because they're going to be unfamiliar with this place. So if they cross the street and they go, oh shit, I just left the bubble without knowing it, that's going to be an issue as well. So they're going to have to go through. Some sort of um, <laughs> like a training or some, gonna, some th- sort of conference call that goes I think like these very, are these are inbounds, these are out of bounds. I think they're going to be very well versed on this. Yes. They're going to know what they can and cannot and do. All of them are going to have a map. It's like okay, I can go here. I <laughs> like can't go map. here. Yes, like a full on Disney let, park map. Let me tell you what'll keep me from leaving my hotel or resort. That there is literally there is a spike in Florida. Crazy. There's Eighty thousand cases of COVID. New. New. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The shit is wild in Florida. Florida's been wild since the beginning. Yep. And don't nobody want to catch that. Exactly. And I don't mean I'm not Stay trying to make inside. a not trying to make a joke out of it because no. it's not a joke. But if any like we're literally t- and this is why moving into Kyrie when we talk about this in a minute, this is another concern for these players. Like it's a real concern. There was a huge spike in Florida and now we're going to drop all of our athletes here in Florida. So the restrictions that they have are for a reason, you know what I mean? And I think they're going to make it as comfortable as possible for these guys. Yeah. And especially the more you move on, the more like your family can come. Correct. So you, you kind of want to win. And like, if you can make it those first three weeks, four weeks, you, you know, your family will be able to come and things might be a little, a little bit different. But, uh, I think it's crazy that, uh, you know, our boy NBA buzz last night posted, you know, Showing that there's going to be a hotline, and he posted a picture of D'Lo. That was so great. Yeah, but you know what, bro? You snitched. Like uh, that's what you. People can't forget. Right. People don't forget this. This this is literally the reason the Lakers let him go. (laughs) They they didn't let him go because he wasn't a good player. They let him go because he snitched on a teammate. 
in the fucking locker room. Right. And he's not going to be in Orlando because he's on Minnesota mm-hmm. and they are not involved in this. Mm-hmm. So it won't be, it, you know, it, it, <laughs> if there was going to be a guy to snitch, it, it was probably going to be D'Lo. Yeah. Maybe he's learned his lesson, though. I hope so. So Kyrie had the phone call, right, with the 80 players telling his uh, viewing his opinions on not going to Orlando. And it, it resonated with a lot of people. Now, the reason for that phone call was because there was a lot of players that felt that they didn't have a voice in this. You know, it's like LeBron, CP, they're, Dame, they're going to make the call for us. Well, right. That initial call only had 12 players. Right. And not 80 or, you know, whatever. It's probably close to 500 guys that are in the NBA. Right. And then all this stuff comes out about, you know, Kyrie will give it, give it all up for, for social injustice, which I all for love it. Keep doing you. But then he comes out with, uh, we can, we should start our own league. It gets way out of left field. And then Kendrick Perkins yesterday and today has just been coming out with these crazy comments, calling out Kyrie. Um, what do you think about those comments? I mean, he was very vocal. Well, you know what? I think, as I said earlier, everyone has to judge this for their, for themselves. Um, right now, I think Kendrick is, is capitalizing on a moment where he, he, he absolutely can speak his mind and, and share his opinion, but he's also capitalizing on a moment where there isn't a lot of news other than this, right? So Perk is telling it the way that he sees it. If there's one thing that he does, he, he tries to call it the way he sees it. And he deems this to be a distraction um, that is, that is not necessarily motivated for the right reasons. That's that's what essentially my interpretation of what Kendrick Perkins is saying. And from the comments, it's pretty clear that he doesn't think he thinks Kyrie is just way out, out of line and, and off base here. What I'll say is I think Kyrie's call clearly has resonated with a lot of players. And while supposedly, and, and supposedly it has, well, no, while, while the start your own league thing is a whole nother topic. It is clear that a lot of a lot of players agree with Kyrie that this this moment might be bigger than basketball. And I can agree with that too. I think this moment is bigger than basketball. But what I will say is I think that the the greatest opportunity for the NBA players to continue to move this forward is to use the platform that they have. And so for that reason I actually have an article pulled up here that that kind of struck me and I think it I I can't do a better job myself of articulating this. This is an article written by Mark Spears for The Undefeated. I'm just going to read you the first uh, couple paragraphs, so bear with me here. It starts like this. Imagine hearing, lift every voice and sing after the star-spangled banner before game one of the 2020 NBA Finals in Walt Disney World. The Eastern Conference champs are standing side by side with one fist in the air wearing I Can't Breathe t-shirts. The Western Conference champs are kneeling on the hardwood wearing t-shirts that read Black Lives Matter. Before tip-off, there is a silence for 8 minutes and 46 seconds, the amount of time Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin knelt on George Floyd's neck before he tragically died. No, there aren't fans in the stands due to COVID-19, but the whole world is watching on televisions, phones, and computers. Imagine how powerful that moment would be. Perhaps that could be a reality for the NBA players if they push for the spotlight to remain on radical, on racial injustice and police brutality throughout the rest of the season, which is set to restart on July 30th. Players have the attention of the league, owners, media, and fans now more than ever. So that's just the beginning. He goes on. It's a very, very good article for those that 
are interested in reading it is it's on the undefeated.com again it was written by mark j spears if if you have you know some time i highly suggest you read through the rest of it it's not much longer than that but he makes very valid points he brings up at least four or five different ways for these players to actually take this platform and use it while the attention is on them and that's the i i just want to echo that sentiment that's really firmly where i stand in this i think the best thing that these players can do again uh during the load management uh show last saturday i did read a, an excerpt from uh, austin rivers post who kind of voiced the same opinion i think they can do both play basketball and continue to show uh, and and shine a spotlight on racial injustice throughout this country and something like that that he just kind of painted a picture for us is absolutely doable Makes total it's sense. absolutely possible mm -hmm. not only that but you can you can have this constantly being a conversation during these games like during it the will be. during the halftime yeah. show during the pre and post game shows i mean shit there's going to be times where there's not a game on and we can have a forum you can have a form of the guys that are in Orlando. If you, if LeBron wants to talk, or if you know, CP even if it's guys, even yeah. if it's the smaller guys, like the, the the lesser known guys that want to voice opinions, like Malcolm Brogdon, he's not necessarily, you know, a superstar in the NBA, but right now he's a superstar in this movement for for racial uh, justice and equality. So, I think I think they can really use this time. And again, the spotlight, like like Mark said, is going to be on this. I mean, whether whether or not you agree with, you know, you know, basketball as a distraction or basketball as a joy or basketball as a, a way to help move this forward, we're all going to watch this shit. I mean, 100%. people are watching uh, German soccer <laughs> on television. People are watching golf. And I think with the millions of people that will tune in, you can do more for those to, to, to change the minds of some of those people or at least uh, help those people get involved in this than than by not playing the game and that's just my personal opinion i agree um but again i i fully back anybody like Kyrie, for instance uh clearly does not want to go to orlando clearly doesn't want the league to do this uh but another thing that has been brought to my attention is look there's 22 teams going to orlando what's to say that Kyrie can't organize something for the eight other teams there's eight teams that aren't going there he can all those guys have some free time right now if he wants to organize something for the NBA or bigger than the NBA and he wants NBA players to be involved, he can call a number of guys, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, D'Angelo Russell on, on, on Minnesota. There's Carl, who's been affected by this, who lost his mother to COVID. And is in like, Minneapolis. Yeah, I agree. So like, there's, there's definitely ways for Kyrie to uh, continue to move this forward off the court. And I hope, I hope he does. And I hope other teams and other players also take this time to do what they feel is right. Uh, but maybe it's it's my own selfish ways or my own limited perspective uh but i truly believe that this is the best way for for the nba and, and these nba players to continue to spark uh this fire that that we're, we're trying to burn for change and, and and move forward i definitely think that the nba is already working on you know how they're going to utilize this platform to help bring awareness to exactly what's going on the nba again has been very progressive on you know knowing who they are, who their players are, what their fan base is. I think players like LeBron and CP, these guys with the the huge followings, you know, one tweet from LeBron could change a lot of shit. You know, and I think LeBron is going to use his this time to come up with strategically what him and the Lakers are going to do as a leader of the team and as a leader of 
this this movement. He he's al- he's already started an, uh, a foundation, an organization, uh, alongside uh, Jalen Rose um, and some other big names, focused around getting people to vote and 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 reducing voter suppression. That's a real thing uh, throughout this nation, and he's 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 already doing it. He's already laying the the groundwork. And again, this isn't this isn't a, a political stance or something political that LeBron is starting. Uh, other than the fact it's he's not what I mean by that is he's not saying go vote for Democrats. He's not saying go vote for Republicans. He's saying just go vote and make your voice be heard. Now, that I think is going to be very very powerful, uh, and and that honestly is going to be powerful regardless of whether or not LeBron and the Lakers or anybody goes to Orlando. This is something that's going to be around hopefully for a very, very long time and actually starts to, to make changes uh, to the systematic problems that we're seeing throughout the nation with, with voter suppression. And he can use this time in playing basketball to bring awareness to that and to get exactly. people to vote in November. It's a big thing, dude. Yeah. It's a really big thing. And I love seeing it. I love seeing what the kids and the younger generation is doing right now. I really do. But there's another side of me that's like, I think we need some some joy. I do. I think we need some joy. And sport, no matter how you look at it, brings joy to a lot of different people. And it brings it can, me joy. It brings us, us joy, yes. And if that's selfish, then... I'm sorry, you know, but we it, need it. It also brings the players joy. I mean, let's I be agree. real about this. The, I agree. These guys are professional basketball players because most of them love the fucking game mm-hmm. of basketball. So it's like, you know, we've we've all had to sacrifice things. Obviously, I don't want to get into, you know, my my sacrifices in particular have been minuscule, but all of us during this this time of pandemic and COVID have had to change the way that we live in some way or another. And one part of that has been Sports and I, I mean, I say it all the time. I'm not just a basketball fan. I love football. I love soccer. I love golf. I haven't had any of that in my life, bro. And I have been missing it dearly. And so I think for all these players that love the game of basketball, it's going to bring them joy. And as we know, when you exercise, you know, chemically, just speaking chemically Shit. on indi- exercise? on individuals, it releases serotonin in your in your brain, yeah. and it brings you joy. And the best, they're the best players on the planet. I mean, this is, this is an opportunity for them to be able to do that again. And they haven't had that opportunity in, in four months. And so I think, uh, you know, obviously alongside the fact that they're going to get paid and then they're going to be able to, to use that money in whatever way they see fit to, to help their families, to help whatever causes they want to help. It, it's all good stuff here. One thing that needs to be said too, Drew, is I don't think I, I again, we don't need to keep reiterating that we are with I'm with whatever decision these players want to make. If you don't want to go, I totally understand. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to. And the NBA has been very clear. They're saying you don't have to, you don't have to, if you don't want to, and you, you will not be penalized for doing that. And hats off to Adam Silver for making that real. And he's literally the best. Yeah. Adam Silver is the best. He is definitely the offspring of, of David, of, of David Stern, 100%. But I think people need to realize the ramifications of not playing this season. You know, this is the domino effect. Not an, not as an individual, but as a league. As a league, if we don't go, if we don't move forward with this bubble, with uh, Orlando, and this weird, this weird framework that we're in right now, it's gonna be weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, but moving forward, if there is no NBA season, they will have to renegotiate the CBA. They've lost. 
millions of dollars. The rev share is going to be completely different. We will probably have a lockout next season 100%. And that's just because they need to come to terms, owners and players now, with the new uh, demographic of the NBA. Jobs will be lost. You know, revenue is going to be lost. A lot of shit's going to happen. So we have to think about the future as well. I always felt that the season wasn't going to happen. I didn't. I felt it wasn't going to happen. I cannot believe they've come to this. They've worked their asses off to make this happen. But the, uh, your 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 statement just before that is a, is an illustration of exactly why it needs to happen. Yes. And that's something you and I didn't necessarily know when we were first talking about We didn't this. think about that. We didn't. I mean, we were looking at what was happening now right. and not what the repercussions would be if they just said, yeah, we're just like, fuck oh, it. The season's over. We'll start again October 31st. Right. It just doesn't work like that. It doesn't that. work like that. It's a bigger It's a bigger picture. And there's way, there's so much money behind this and people invested this in this TV dollars. Like, dude, the Lakers have a, a $2 billion deal for TV. You know yep. what I mean? And yeah, it sucks that money runs this shit, but you know, it is what it is. And I just feel in these times, I, I would just love for some joy in my life. Okay. Everything has been downhill since Kobe. <laughs> it, re it really since, has. Since Stern. Since Stern. That too. Yeah. January. The, January 26th. Everything has been downhill. And uh, I would just, I would really like to see an NBA, to, to finish this NBA season off. And I think that if it's done, we're going to see that a lot of changes are going to be made and there will be so much awareness to what is going on in the world. And um, I'm just all for it, Drew. And I think that was really well put. But also, I get you, Kyrie. Yeah. I get it. I don't understand the starting your own league thing at all. I don't get that. And if somebody wants to explain that to me. Well, I think I so I think that is more kind of a fledgling idea that he's having. And we know Kyrie to be kind of an out of the box thinker. Uh, you know, if, for, for those that aren't familiar, he he either believes that the, the world is flat, the earth is flat, or he was trolling all of us a couple years ago by saying he believes the earth is flat. That just kind of gives you an insight into some of the stuff that he thinks about. He does think about more than just basketball. He's definitely uh, not just a shut up and dribble kind of guy. There's and a I, reason why he's vice president. Right. You know, he's a smart young exactly, man. Exactly. And, and he's a leader. You can tell he's a leader. But yeah, there's some things that are just a little... A little off. And, you know, you say he's a leader. I don't I don't know necessarily. I mean, I, I've never met the guy, but we've heard a lot from teammates and, and former organizations that say he's very much not a leader. Then why uh, would they vote him in as vice president? That's well, no, what I'm saying. So, so I, people I, have to believe that. Some On some level, people have to believe that. But what I, there's different, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's different forms of leadership. Facts. Um, and so I don't want to take anything away from Kyrie. And, and I think having the NBA players or, or having Kyrie start their own league is something they should absolutely explore. If that's, if that's something that they want to do, we, we live in a, in a nation that will allow for that. You can do that. It's not going to be easy. No, ask LeVar Ball about that. Ask LeVar Ball. I mean, shit, the big three uh, is a league that's brand new and they've done a really good job. Uh, I just, starting your own league is, is a whole nother can of worms. And what I, what I mean by that is I don't want, I'm not trying to say that they shouldn't start their own league. If you want to do it, then go ahead. But also don't expect to get paid $35 million yeah. a year if you're just starting something from scratch. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, if somebody could, could start their own league and get it done, I'm sure Kyrie is one of those guys. Ask the ABA how that worked out. Yeah. It's tough. Or the USFL, like there, there's been. <laughs> what there's, was what was uh, the what was the other one with uh with uh, my guy XFL from WWE, XFL the XFL's yeah. back. 
It's back now, but it's that back. should burn out real well, quick. Well, unfortunately, it was right during like coronavirus I, is when their their playoffs were starting. Oh, but yeah, that's not anyway, I, I I'm not I'm not trying to say that Kyrie can't start his own league and that that it can't be a success. But the NBA was not an overnight success. The NFL was not an overnight success. This took decades of hard work, uh, expansion, uh, and and money. Yeah. For it to be where it is now, and basketball is a global game. And so, you know, shit, that being said, it's very possible that he could start his own league and it could be a success, but it's not going to be like, oh, I'll just start my own league and then I'll grab all the all-stars and all the rest of the players and, and move them away from the NBA. Yeah, wh- it's not going to work thing like is, that. Why would you move away from the NBA? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't think that Kyrie could ask for a better – uh, league situation than we have. Like like you said, the NBA is progressive. It's definitely the best uh, professional sports organization in reference to its players than any other league that we have, maybe other than uh, like this really small lacrosse league that we have in the United States. So, And what I mean by that is that this league, more than any other, the players have the power. And the players' union worked very hard to get that power. And now they have it. And I just, I, I again... Uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell Kyrie anything that he should or shouldn't do, but it just, I think, I think he's kind of going against the grain. The NBA and Adam Silver, everything about this league is, is completely in, in line with what you would want the league to be doing from, from that perspective. They're, they're all on board with this movement and they with this been. change. And, and if you go to the NFL where and Drew and I were discussing this exactly. prior to this, like now Roger Goodell is coming out saying, yeah, you know, teams should sign Colin Kaepernick. Where were you four years ago? Ridiculous. Bro? It's it's crazy. Ridiculous. And Adam Silver would have never done that. Correct. We, they have been on the front lines with them, I think, yep. the whole time. So, And honestly, this goes back too, to to um, the Collins twins and, and gay rights. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the first professional league where there was uh, openly gay players in it. And, and the NBA was entirely supportive of that. I'm pretty sure they have like a week of the season dedicated to that. And so I just, I, I think each time the NBA has been presented with a challenge or presented with an opportunity to be progressive and move forward, move towards equality, they've done it. They have. And so I just, I don't see that changing. And I, I, I don't think there's going to be a better f- platform for that to happen. What I, okay, this is my only thing I'm going to say about this is what I think the, these players and Kyrie and they've, they've worn the shirts, they've done all of this shit and there hasn't been any change. There has to be something like tangible. There has to be something huge done now, which I think will be done during this time in Orlando. I really, I really think so. And and again, if, if Kyrie and, and somebody like Malcolm Brogdon, if, if they, if they feel like their time is better served, not going to Orlando, then don't. Then don't go. I love what you said about using those those eight teams that aren't going for Kyrie to lead them. But you're the vice president. Chris Paul's going to do this shit over here in Orlando. Kyrie, you over here. You guys come up with something. We'll start our own thing. Exactly. We'll, we'll do uh, if they could do a charity basketball game or or clinics or something to raise money or to, something completely away from basketball. Facts. Whatever they want to do. Right. And and so I just I'm very proud of Adam Silver in the NBA and. If it's selfish for you and I to sit here and say we want basketball back, then I guess I'm selfish. And 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 you're allowed to and, feel that way. And bro. I'll apologize for that. But 
It's also I'm also a man who who <laughs> really loves basketball. And we like to talk basketball. <laughs> I want to see we it do. back. And and the and, and also side note, Lakers look pretty fucking good so do the right Clippers. now. So do Lakers the Clippers. look pretty goddamn good. So do the Clippers, Drew. And it, it seems like we might be able to to win something here. So that know, would you be might not that have would D. Be, Howard or Avery Bradley. You would, might not have either one of God, them. God, that would uh, and, and again more. Yeah, power. but like, what if Kawhi says, oh, "You know what? I'm staying home. It's a wrap for us too." So you know, it is but, what it is. I support that. If Avery Bradley, D. Howard, all those guys, do you, man? Me really, too. honestly, it's it's up to you. It and it should be up to you. It, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be all in or nothing. It it should be case by case, man by man. You you you're you're a man in America. You have your own decisions. You're allowed to make those. And people shouldn't judge you for making absolutely whatever decision not. You and have. I won't. I won't. I won't judge them. And people shouldn't judge us for wanting basketball. Boom. It just is. That's just what it is. So if we're two selfish guys, we're two selfish guys. And if I can't get NBA, I don't. I'm not going to get college basketball. I, I get no Euro. Like I literally, I just want. I can't even go to the Y. I can't sit and watch old men play basketball. We don't I even play two K. I can't. I can't do it. I'm. I'm so done watching. 2k on espn mm -hmm. i it is just not they're still doing that oh yeah man so it's lame. not entertaining lame and and fuck man if i hope it doesn't come to that but <laughs> well you know fingers crossed we're gonna have some good games in orlando and we're gonna have some really awesome progressive things happening down there and one thing for the nba to do can you please just record the snitch line like every day, like drop? Oh my god! Like just, just some audio of people calling the snitch that line. That shit is not happening. That would be so dope. That to is do. not happening. I think that would be awesome. Amazing. All right, we got our masks. We got our we got our gear coming out this week. We got our Patreon show load management. We drop every Saturday. Uh, we got some good shit happening, dude. A lot of good stuff. Let's keep the vibes moving. Everybody, keep doing what you're doing in the streets. Uh, keep showing us love. Screenshot when you're listening to the show. Uh, shout out to everybody that listens to the show and we're going to take them out. We're going to go way back, bro. When you were just a little puppy, I think you were just a little pup in 1991. Were you a pup? Oh uh, yeah. I was like two. You were two. You were a pup. You don't remember naughty by nature. Tretch top 10 MC for myself. Thanks for sleepwalking. This shit bangs. It's the follow through with clips and drew and we are go.
a stretch, I dish you, you'll be shrugging. And you say, I want you, sir. If you're front, if you're stunt, huh, I might want her. Cause I ain't happy.